Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Michelin tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the best of Outkick the Coverage podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the Coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. Phillip Rivers is officially done with the Chargers after a long tenure in San Diego and L.A. 16 years with the San Diego and L.A. Chargers. Some stats for you that really are kind of mind-blowing. Chargers records. Phillip Rivers owns the record for quarterback wins, 123 of them. The next closest is 86 Passing yards, 59,271. Next closest, 43,000. Passing touchdowns, 397 to 254. Three passing touchdown games, 58 to 37. 4,000 yard seasons, he had 11 of them. The next closest had three. And when you think about the 2004 quarterback draft class, now we have Eli Manning and Phillip Rivers both moving on from their respective teams. The other guy was Ben Roethlisberger, who is still with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Three quarterbacks were drafted in the top 11 back in 2004. An argument, this is the best draft class at quarterback maybe ever when you consider the longevity. All three have played with the same team for at least 16 years, and again, Roethlisberger still with the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Four Super Bowl rings, two for Roethlisberger, two for Eli. Uh, consecutive starts for quarterbacks, number two all-time with Phillip Rivers at 224, number three all-time with Eli at 210, and 410 career wins between all three. 
So Philip Rivers, yes, I understand the end of his tenure with the Chargers was not very good this past year. He also never really quite was able to get over the hump and make a legitimate Super Bowl run. I think the furthest he has ever gone was playing with the torn ACL, if I'm not mistaken, in the AFC Championship game. That's the farthest he ever made it so far in his career. Uh, The Chargers sort of specialized in finding ways to lose games down the stretch in excruciating fashion. And now the question is, for L.A., what is their move going to make given the fact that they now have a head coach in Anthony Lynn who has the opportunity to go out and find whoever is the right guy to represent his franchise in the years ahead? Uh, We're about to dive into the free agent market And I'm going to give you a list of all these different guys that are out there uh, potentially available. But also, are the Chargers interested in a guy like Justin Herbert? Uh, Could they be interested in a guy like, I believe, Jordan Love, who is moving up the draft boards? Big news from a health perspective is that Tua is said to be recovering very well. And we'll probably talk with Dr. Chow about this later in the week. But it looks like, at a minimum, Tua will be gone at number five overall, and somebody may be willing to take him before number five overall uh, based on his health. So this is going to be maybe the most interesting offseason for uh, quarterbacks in the history of the NFL. I, I don't think that's hyperbole when you actually look at all the guys out here that are a part of this uh, overall uh, overall marketplace. In fact, let me hit you with this. Quarterbacks scheduled to be free agents come March. All right, are you ready? Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Dak Prescott, Ryan Tannehill, Phillip Rivers, Jameis Winston, Teddy Bridgewater, Marcus Mariota, Case Keenum. I mean, that is a lot of guys that the vast majority of you out there would all recognize and be familiar with. And there are a lot of team decisions still to be made. So where does Phillip Rivers go? Uh, The odds market out there has some intriguing options for him. And again, all of these sort of interplay together because there are a lot of guys that are all moving parts and we're not sure exactly where they're all going to go. But Foxbet has hung some lines out here on where they think Phillip Rivers uh, ends up. And that in and of itself is, is kind of a difficult decision but right now, when you look at uh, when you look at the numbers, Philip Rivers is favored to end up with the Indianapolis Colts. And uh, if the Colts pass on him, the next most likely team is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have to figure out what they're going to do with Jameis Winston, and the Indianapolis Colts have to figure out what they're going to do with Jacoby Brissett. And until they are able to make those two decisions. Philip Rivers is going to be a free agent. Now, I actually think that Rivers makes a lot of sense to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because of the talent they have at wide receiver, whether it's Evans, Godwin, or Perryman, O.J. Howard at tight end, and the fact that Bruce Arians has once before gone with Carson Palmer, an aging veteran, brought him in to run the offense and had a lot of success after Jameis Winston joins the 30-30 club do you really want to try him again or are you okay with letting him be a free agent, leave, go sign Phillip Rivers, use Rivers for the next two to three years as a quarterback bridge, believe you're good enough to compete in the NFC South 
and then potentially go back in and draft a young quarterback to be the future of the franchise that Bruce Arians gets to pick himself? I think that's an intriguing question. Same sort of decision looms for the Indianapolis Colts. What exactly do they do? Jacoby Brissett didn't appear to be the answer when he got a full year uh, with the unexpected retirement of Andrew Luck. Well, now you've got Phillip Rivers kind of hanging around out there. Do you feel like he is a guy who can come in, be better than Jacoby Brissett, and potentially be a bridge to a new, younger quarterback that might be drafted by the Colts? All of these are intriguing questions. You also, as a Colts fan, have the possibility of going and getting a new quarterback and starting Jacoby Brissett for another year and just using him as the bridge at some point, you could go ahead and move on from him as well. And uh, so there are a lot of different moving parts with all of these quarterbacks that are potentially going to be hitting the free agent marketplace. And let me hit you with all of them again. I don't know that we've ever seen a year like this at the quarterback position because usually quarterbacks are not allowed to hit free agency because they're so valuable. We never really know what they would be worth on the open market. Well, again, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Dak Prescott, Ryan Tannehill, Phillip Rivers, Jameis Winston, Teddy Bridgewater, Marcus Mariota, and Case Keenum come March all out there with uh, the viability to leave and go to new teams. And obviously, the Tom Brady decision is going to loom super large. He's never been an unrestricted free agent like this. I want to start uh, with the news officially out about Philip Rivers with Eddie Garcia, whose wife is a season ticket holder, which means he has seen a lot of Philip Rivers games over the years. Uh, what do you think happens with Philip Rivers going forward? And what do you think the Chargers do now that they officially don't have a quarterback? And by the way, Philip Rivers is her all-time favorite player. Yeah, so right. She's uh, she was crushed. Very bummed out, obviously, yeah. about this. Um, I, I think what the Chargers do now is they go out and draft the best available quarterback, and they probably go with Tyrod Taylor for at least a season. Um, as far as what- that seems, oh, let me just say this: that seems really tough to start Tyrod Taylor as you move into a brand new stadium in LA. Nobody is buying season tickets to watch Tyrod Taylor play quarterback. It may be a smart decision long range, uh, but that is uh, that seems to be a very difficult sell, I would think, in a marketplace where no one is buying their season tickets already. I don't disagree with that, but I think if they were thinking with just that in mind, they would have brought Phillip Rivers back. I think maybe they just go – I think they have to be either thinking free agent – or first-round quarterback and almost just give the reins to the first-round quarterback or certainly the free agent. Um, It sounds crazy to me that Brady would be a viable option for them, but there's lots of smoke out there that Tom Brady wants to finish his career in L.A. Maybe that's related to Giselle. Maybe it's just Brady's people trying to put that out there uh, to make the New England Patriots have to make commitments to him that maybe they don't want to. I still think Brady's going to ultimately come down to who will give him a two-year guarantee uh, if he thinks he wants to play for two more years. And I think the Patriots may well be a team that's saying, hey, we'll only give you a one-year guarantee. Let's play it by year and see how it goes year to year. And so maybe the Chargers are a viable option. The reason why I don't think that makes a lot of sense, honestly, is because I don't think the Chargers are really a contender and you're already in the Patrick Mahomes uh, division so that doesn't seem to make any sense at all to me. So plus, you're plus the Chargers are not known for 
being a team that's going to spend a lot of money, and I just don't see them making. I, I understand from a PR standpoint and a, a publicity standpoint why that would make a lot of sense for them, but I, I don't know. I, they like I said, they're not a team that usually goes out and overspends for anybody. It also seems strange to move on from a 38 year old quarterback by signing yep. a 43 year old quarterback. <laughs> yes, it does. Uh, and again, it doesn't make sense to me from a Brady perspective because I don't understand why you would come into Patrick Mahomes' division where it's unlikely, I think, that you're going to dethrone Patrick Mahomes and, t- and win the AFC West. And if you're not doing that, then your essentially best-case scenario is make it as a wild-card team and have to go on the road essentially three straight weeks in order to advance to the Super Bowl and it seems to me now like Tom Brady is basically playing for trying to win Super Bowls at this point, even more so than in past years. So that just doesn't make sense to go to me to go to an inferior team in L.A. So I, I don't know what the Chargers are going to do. I'd be very surprised if they aren't drafting a young quarterback in the first round. And maybe they're willing to trade up to try to get Tua. Uh, maybe they believe that Justin Herbert's going to fall to them and they love him. I, I don't know exactly. But that seems like maybe the most likely outcome here, although there are a lot of different moving parts. What do the Chargers do in your mind, Dub? Well, I mean, they have the sixth pick in the upcoming draft. So, yeah. And, and, and ahead of them, there's a couple of teams in the top five that you could argue are not in the quarterback market, those teams being Washington and Detroit and the Giants, really. So, three teams. So, if they want to get in the Tua sweepstakes, they very much could because they they're a team that has a lot of talent. Especially because on the otherwise, side of the Tua ball. is going to go five, right? I mean, it would be a stunner, I think, if the Miami Dolphins pass on Tua at five, right? And there were reports this past week that the that the Dolphins were trying to trade up to number two with Washington. Yep. So they're kind of already those teams are kind of already jostling for that position, assuming uh, assumably to get uh, Tua. So I think what's going to happen is the Chargers. Our worst case is going to be with Justin Herbert at six. And I think if that is available, I think that's the direction they go. Because like you said, they're heading into a new stadium. It's going to be a really tough sell for a team that already has a tough time selling tickets if Tyrod Taylor is your quarterback and the face of your franchise. So I think Justin Herbert or Tua, if they decide to trade up with Washington, Detroit, or New York Giants to get ahead of the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, I just I don't think you can roll into SoFi Stadium, that brand new stadium where you're trying to sell seats in an off season and say our guy is Tyrod Taylor. Now it may make sense to start Tyrod Taylor for a couple of years, uh, sorry, a couple of games if you have a first round quarterback and he doesn't quite hit the ground running. But I think the expectation has to be either you're going to get a free agent that makes people say wow at the quarterback position and. There are still, like I said, so many moving parts. Who knows exactly what might happen there? Or you're going to go at six or higher and go draft a quarterback. I think Tua would be a wow guy just based on the amount of attention that he has gotten. Uh, That would require you to move up again and be in a duel essentially with the Miami Dolphins because I think if everything falls perfectly, the Dolphins at five would be very likely to take Tua. And I still believe, you know, despite all the – all the noise that I'm sure will continue for a while about Joe Burrow's family maybe not particularly liking the Cincinnati Bengals or Joe Burrow maybe not being the perfect fit for them. I would still be stunned if the Bengals don't take Burrow number one overall. What do the Chargers do in your mind, Danny G? I would go with the Pac-12 star and Justin Herbert. Beef up the O-line during the offseason here. Let him rip 
let them throw that ball deep. Get some excitement going with that new offense. Yeah, I mean, we'll see uh, what exactly makes the most sense. But Justin Herbert's an intriguing, uh, an intriguing idea. Uh, he had a really good senior bowl. Um, but, uh, but at times, for people who are Oregon fans, it feels like he kind of disappeared in the biggest games. But he's a big, strong, you know, physical guy who seems to have all of the you know, intangibles that uh, the intangibles for that matter that everybody looks for in finding a franchise quarterback. So the end of an era in uh, San Diego slash LA. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their michelin test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Philip Rivers officially done in San Diego slash LA after 16 years. He's moved his family to Florida. Where is his next destination? Right now, the favorites would be Indianapolis and Tampa Bay. Remains to be seen exactly where he will be headed, but that's not all the drama that's out there right now in the world of NFL free agency at quarterback. And this is a lot of drama that we usually don't have as March looms closer and closer. Lots of big names out there on the quarterback marketplace. And one of the teams that has to make a big decision is the Dallas Cowboys where Dak Prescott is coming up on his fifth year with the team. He is an unrestricted free agent right now. He could be franchised and traded potentially uh, to a team that wants to make a long-term commitment to him. There have been reports that the Dallas Cowboys and Dak Prescott agreed roughly to a $33 million a year extension, and then Dak Prescott decided he wanted more money. Whether or not that's true, you never know 100% in the negotiation universe. Now there is talk that the Dallas Cowboys may have to franchise him. If they franchise him, will Dak show up or will he follow the Ezekiel Elliott roadmap and hold out, which I wouldn't blame him for because he's only made $2.7 million as quarterback in the first four years with the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, that is roughly, what, $700,000 a year on average, uh, which is crazy when you consider that he's been the starting quarterback for four years. He wants to get paid. I don't blame him. He saw Ezekiel Elliott hold out with an existing contract. He fulfilled all the terms of his rookie contract, and they haven't been able to reach a agreement on what the dollar figure should be. Now, I don't blame the Cowboys either for saying, hey, Dak, we don't think that your market value is anywhere above maybe $30 million-ish, maybe we'll go to $33 million a year at most. We could franchise tag you, and you would cost around $28 million. a big decision. And so it's not just about what Dak is worth. It's about whether you're going to franchise tag him, what other available options are out there. Well, Michael Irvin went on WEEI and said that he believes the talk of Tom Brady to the Dallas Cowboys is out there and uh, is significant in nature. Now, he later said, I'm not talking about Jerry Jones or anybody like that, but here's what he had to say about the idea of Brady to the Cowboys. 
Should the Cowboys trade Dak Prescott, franchise him and trade him, and sign Tom Brady for a couple of years? Well, I can tell you something on that because I'm just telling you right now, and that Super Bowl in Miami, some very significant people and I had some conversations leaning in that same direction, and it was shocking. I mean, I had a I had a vodka cranberry in my hand, and when they said it to me, I put the drink down and said, let's talk a little bit more about this right here. You know, because I really, I promise you, I heard, I had a conversation with people, I can't tell you who, about that same scenario going down, and I was like, ah, I just don't know if that's a real possibility of it happening. And, and guys, you know where I stand with that. I, I just, I think for the sanctity of the NFL, for, for, for what Tom has been. If I'm Commissioner Goodell and I know, yeah, I, I, I'm trying to lean and craft ear like, guys, we, we can't let this happen. You got to keep Tom somehow in New England to let him finish his career because I just think it's best for the NFL. I actually disagree. I think Tom Brady as a legitimate free agent would be amazing. And the idea of Tom Brady to Dallas and Dallas franchise tagging Dak and allowing him to be traded to somebody else who wants to give him big money would be riveting drama that would be hard to look away from. And we don't usually see free agent drama anywhere near this level in the NFL in particular. We see it in the NBA, and we see it in Major League Baseball. But I can't even remember the last time that we had real drama like this with healthy quarterbacks, where again... Right now, if you just look at the lineup, these are all the guys that are potentially out there available that would be all moving. Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Dak Prescott, Ryan Tannehill, Phillip Rivers, Jameis Winston, Teddy Bridgewater, Marcus Mariota, Case Keenum. It remains to be seen how many of these guys will actually hit the unrestricted free agent marketplace, but we know at a minimum that Brady uh, and Rivers are both going to be hitting that marketplace, and both of those guys are first ballot NFL Hall of Famers, a little bit like Peyton Manning, except when Peyton Manning hit free agency and was released by the Indianapolis Colts, there was a lot of uncertainty about whether or not he had the health to be able to play at a high level in the NFL going forward. Now, the Broncos took that risk and he rewarded them. They went to two Super Bowls and they won one of them uh, in his four years in Denver. But there's no real doubt about whether or not Phillip Rivers or Tom Brady are healthy enough to still play quarterback. Now, you can certainly say, well, they're past their prime. They don't have the same uh, fastball that they used to. They don't have the same ability to win games. Those are very valid opinions, but they seem pretty healthy. Granted, they're the ages of 48 and uh, 43 and 38. I think I was the first person in national media to start to talk about the idea of Tom Brady to the Dallas Cowboys. It started to catch a lot of heat since. And with Brady now potentially out there as an unrestricted free agent, to me, the the, the number one criteria for Tom Brady is where can I go and win a championship? And if you look at the overall talent that is right there on the Dallas Cowboy roster as we speak, right? And we put this poll question up, I think, last week. 53% of you said you would take Brady over Dak Prescott. You put those rosters out there. Uh, I think the Dallas Cowboys on both the offensive and defensive sides of the ball are without a question a top 10 NFL roster. And if you had Tom Brady, who has proven that he can win an awful lot of games in the postseason uh, and an awful lot of Super Bowls in general, and you're Jerry Jones and you are aging 
and you want to win one more at least Super Bowl after 25 years in the wilderness, I don't know that you can do better than Tom Brady. And if you are otherwise going to have to franchise tag Dak, and this is a big part of the the discussion, is is he going to show up on time? You got a brand new coach in Mike McCarthy. Are you willing to deal with the drama from Dak Prescott if you're not able to agree to a long-term deal? And it doesn't seem like the Cowboys and Dak Prescott have been able to agree to that long-term deal. Are you willing to, to deal with the fact that he might hold out? And by the way, I wouldn't blame him at all. He's not under contract at all right now. He's only made $2.7 million. The Cowboys set the precedent with Ezekiel Elliott that even if you're under contract, if you feel like you're underpaid, you don't have to show up for training camp at all. If all of those things are true in the Dak Prescott dilemma and your decision is we're going to have to franchise tag Dak or we could go sign Tom Brady for two years, franchise tag Dak, trade him away, get an asset of some sort from a team that believes Dak is a long-range future of this fran- of, of, of a franchise. Dak would then get a long-term deal from someone else who knows who that team is that would be envious of Dak Prescott and believe he's the future. And then, boom, you're rolling the dice with Tom Brady for two years, seeing if you can win a Super Bowl. And if you don't, you go back into the free agent or the young quarterback market and try to find your guy of the future. I don't think that's a bad move at all. Bringing in the crew, this is a big story because it involves two big-time star quarterbacks in Dak Prescott and Tom Brady, two major league uh, franchises in the Patriots and the Cowboys that everybody cares about. On a scale of 1 to 10, how realistic, Danny G, do you think Tom Brady to the Dallas Cowboys is? I would say 7. Yeah, I think that's a valid number. Sometimes on our show, we talk about topics that you don't hear on any other programs. Yeah. In this case, it took a month for other shows to catch up to jump on this yeah and it's interesting because it was on espn's website yesterday as if it was a brand new idea yeah because of irvin on weei and the show that's on right before you on fs1 speak for yourself their panel was split because they were debating on whether you would pay brady 30 million or you would pay dak 30 million which of the two is really worth 30 million yeah, I, I don't think it's difficult. I think Brady is worth $30 million. I think the question, and again, this goes into whether or not you've made a long-range commitment or you believe in him. I think it's a legitimate question. If Dak Prescott wants $33 million a year, uh, at least, and the Cowboys, let's say they've offered him nearly $100 million guaranteed, and he still wants more money, if you're going to have to franchise tag him, Franchise tagging him sets up the potential of a Kirk Cousins-like situation, right? Where you double franchise tag a guy and he's unhappy and eventually he's going to leave you. If you don't think that you can come to agreements on what Dak Prescott is worth, I would not blame Dak Prescott at all for sitting out. And I also don't blame the Dallas Cowboys who have a lot of good young talent that they're going to have to pay trying to avoid getting put in salary cap prison by overpaying a lot of guys. And so I understand Dak Prescott's perspective. Remember, you still have Amari Cooper out there too. Uh, But I understand Dak Prescott's perspective of Ezekiel Elliott held out when he had a contract and you, Jerry Jones, and the Dallas Cowboys rewarded him. Why in the world will you not take care of me when I fulfilled the terms of my original contract 
and you had a starting quarterback for four years in Dallas making a total of $2.7 million. That's an average of $700,000, roughly a little bit less a year. That's not that much money. I mean, in fact, the Cowboys had a steal for four years, and it's why it's kind of unfortunate for them that they weren't able to get past the divisional round of the playoffs because they had a lot of money they could spend elsewhere. They tried to follow the Russell Wilson map, where if you remember when the Seahawks had so much early success, it was partly because they had Russell Wilson under a rookie contract. They knew he was the answer at quarterback, and they could spend a lot of money around him. As soon as you have to pay a guy $35 million a year, which is what the Dallas Cowboys may well feel like they have to pay Dak Prescott in order to get a deal done, it diminishes, it minimizes in a big way. It, it diminishes what you can spend on talent around him. And so I understand the Cowboy perspective too. This is one of those situations where I don't think either side is in the wrong here. Dub, what do you think? Does Brady, the Dallas Cowboys, have any sustainability here? Well, first of all, $33 million for Dak Prescott is crazy, in my opinion. I don't think if he, if he went out in free agency this offseason and the franchise tag wasn't yep. a real thing, I don't think there's any team in the NFL that would be offering that same kind of money for Dak Prescott. So that's just off the top. What do you think it, his market value would be? That's a good question. Twenty-five I think, million. I think twenty-five to twenty-eight million would be fair, and, and I would, that might you know, be high because I mean I think there's a Nick Foles level of you know I mean I think this by the way is kind of true of Ryan Tannehill too. I think Nick Foles is your good but not great level free agent quarterback, and I think Dak is a little bit above him. So I would put him at twenty-five to twenty-eight. I think that's fair, but I, I think twenty-five million might well be his top of the line number on the open market. I would agree with that. And you mentioned that he's been on his rookie deal for the last four seasons, and yeah. that's kind of the the window for these teams to make it to the Super Bowl. $30 million is like 43 times more than you have been paying him yeah. these past four years. So you just got to take that into consideration because you've kind of already missed your real championship window here by not having to pay Dak Prescott. But as far as Tom Brady to the Cowboys goes, I agree with Danny G. I think it's a six or a seven. I think it makes a ton of sense, the fit – like we've mentioned, you know, over the past week or so, the offensive line is better than New England. The wide receivers are better than New England. The tight ends are better than New England. The running back is obviously better. So all across the board on the offensive side of the ball, the Cowboys are superior to what the Patriots had last year. And Tom Brady has a burning desire, I'm sure, to win at least one more Super Bowl to get past that number of six, which is so famous across the world of sports. So it makes a ton of sense if he does go anywhere. I think the Cowboys make more sense than, for instance, a team like the Chargers. Yeah, and also, I do believe that Tom Brady wants to... I think he and Belichick both want to prove that they're the reason why the uh, the dynasty ever happened. I think that there is a burning desire in both Brady and Belichick's soul to win Super Bowls without each other because then that gives the legitimacy of... I was the reason why this dynasty in New England happened. I think that's kind of the subtext of a lot of the discord between Brady and Belichick is who's the man, right? And if Brady leaves to go to Dallas, I think he's got a decent chance to win a Super Bowl down there. But I also think that Belichick then likes the fact that he has a clear deck and is able to go out and look at all these different free agent quarterbacks as well as potentially contemplating making a trade up to go get a first round quarterback and build a new team that's able to win a championship because remember 
New England's talent on the uh, defensive side of the ball is pretty phenomenal. Is their offense that let them down down the stretch uh, run of this season. And so uh, I think this is a story that is uh, that is really worth following. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Ladies and gentlemen. I'm just glad I was there. Boys and girls. I thought he thought I was like this ginormous piece of chicken. Dying times here. This is Animal Thunderdome. All right, where do we start? All right, let's start in Sterling, Virginia. And this is kind of scaring people because of the whole coronavirus situation. U.S. Customs and Border Protection agriculture specialists recently seized a package of tiny dead birds in a passenger's baggage at Washington Dulles International Airport. The traveler arrived on a flight from Beijing and was destined to an address in Maryland. During this uh, baggage examination, CBP discovered a package with pictures of a cat and a dog. The passenger claimed it was cat food. But this Ziploc package contained a bunch of unknown small birds about three and a half inches in length. The, yeah, the, the picture, this is why it's been tweeted into me so many times. I'll tweet this picture out at Danny G Radio, at Clay Travis on Twitter. If you could imagine what a three and a half inch dried up bird looks like, almost looks like beef jerky, but with feet. Obviously, this scared the, the hell way, out of everybody at this baggage claim. Speaking of scaring, is there a, have you guys been paying attention to this story about the Japanese cruise ship? Oh, not only have I been paying attention to it, I wanted to bring that up real quick. Remember the story I told about the station owner that flew me in and had me stay at his mansion and yeah. cooked me Mickey Mouse pancakes? Yes. He and his wife are on that. They're on the ship? They're on the cruise ship. Their radio station website has been covering their story. They've been quarantined in their cabin for weeks. Can we get them on? There was a little thing at the bottom that said for media contact. So I this don't is, know if they're people, speaking to the press, but they are speaking well, to their should, own radio station. You should website. reach out and see if we can get them. I, this is the wor- This is the most terrifying. Th- I'm not a cruise ship guy. Yeah. Like uh, people who listen to this show regularly may remember I uh, we went on a family uh, cruise like two years ago, the Disney cruise. Um, with all three of our kids and we were all in the same room and look the kids loved it but i don't like being on cruise ships because it feels like i I, i'm fine being on an island i'm fine going somewhere but i don't like being at sea i don't like being on boats like i feel a little bit claustrophobic about it right uh so oh i'm right there with you. this is my worst nightmare for a vacation so if you're not familiar with this story this family uh well i mean lots of families but this cruise ship had the coronavirus found on it Uh, in Japan, and they have now been uh, quarantining for a week. People can't leave their cruise ship rooms. And if you've ever been on a cruise ship, these rooms are tiny. I mean, and and many of them are interior. They don't even have a a window. So imagine if you had kids. Like, Uh, you're not allowed uh to leave this room. And slowly, people have been adding the coronavirus. Over 100 people now on the ship have the coronavirus. So every day, more people are getting found, which theoretically extends how long the quarantine is going to take, right? And so I would be losing my mind. I mean, I'm not even kidding. If I had a balcony, 
I'd be thinking about jumping off the ship and trying to make a run for it. Yeah. I can't imagine. I mean, you're basically imprisoned on this cruise ship now. Clay, there's a picture of him on the website where he's wearing a mask and gloves and he's on the deck of the ship and it says it's the first time he was let out of his cabin in two weeks. Yeah, they let them now, I think for it's like it literally is like prison. They will let them get out and walk around now, but you have to you're not allowed to come within six feet of another person Ugh. and uh, you have to wear a mask and everything else, but they get like an hour Man. a day to be able to go out and the staff by the way is getting sick too and i don't know how this thing ends but this is like the worst pot i i i can't think of a more terrifying thing than being stuck on this ship while everybody slowly gets a deadly virus yep heights have never bothered me but claustrophobic for sure and that would i would go nuts it's the worst i i can't imagine not to mention you know like the fact that you can't get home and i think 20 americans now have uh, have tested positive for coronavirus this is an international oh. cruise ship i don't know how many people are on it in general but this is uh yeah this is pretty awful by the way because of the um possibility of these uh, birds having a highly contagious contagious influenza the u.s department of agriculture say that they destroyed them by incineration what pretty a weird crazy. thing to travel with to begin yeah. with uh, okay, quickly, is a 21-year-old death okay with you? I don't know. It depends <laughs> on how it happened. This happened in Limpopo. This is in Africa. Authorities are investigating the death of a 21-year-old woman who was attacked and killed by a number of lions at a private game reserve there. She was an employee. They say that preliminary investigations indicate that she was performing her duties when she was attacked and killed by an unknown number of lions. Tough way to go. Uh Talk about a tough job. Multiple lions is tough. I mean, one lion killing you would be bad enough, but an entire pack of lions, I, I don't even know how you bounce back from that. I mean, well, obviously she's not going to bounce back from it, but I don't know how anybody No, but back how from. are they going to hire her replacement? Yeah, no kidding. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their yokohama test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when 
when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Join now, as we are every single Tuesday in Hour 3, by Petros Papadakis at the Old P on Twitter. Uh, AM 570 LA Sports Petros and Money Show every single afternoon and uh, Petros big story uh, in the world of LA but also in the world of the NFL Philip Rivers done with the Chargers thanks for getting up early with us what do the Chargers do now well good morning to you Clay and the entire Outkick radio program listener base enormous listener base thank I you I hope today finds you well yes Probably not, though, since you're leading with Philip Rivers, right? Well, this is a uh, this is a week when you know uh, a lot of times I take vacation. I'm actually out next week, but the week after the week after the Super Bowl is usually a pretty dead zone, right? There's not a lot of stuff that goes down, uh, and uh, but this is, I think, the NFL free agent quarterback market is actually going to be pretty interesting here. And we knew that it was likely to happen, but this was the official news that Philip Rivers is done. 
Well, yeah, it did come official, and it was kind of a weird sort of a low squirt gun, you know, not a super soaker, but like the squirt guns we grew up with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. And and (laughs) that's kind of how it ended. And it's sort of sad because however you feel about Philip Rivers, most people were kind of annoyed with him. But if you ever interviewed him, he was a pretty genuine guy. And he played his ass off. And he had a lot of success as a quarterback in the NFL. The unfortunate part of it is he did not want to move to L.A. Uh, He never did uh, physically move to Los Angeles. He didn't want the team to move. Uh, he hated playing in the Carson uh, Dignity Health Sports Park, which is understandable. Uh, you know, the, the, there's no fans in there at all for the Chargers, really, in a lot of occasions, because they just sold their tickets to people that wanted to see the Chiefs up close like that, you know, the only time in their lives, stuff right. like that. So it was pretty unfortunate the way it ended. He never really embraced the, the L.A. thing, and didn't make himself really available to the city. So the ending of it, you know, and obviously the people in San Diego love Philip Rivers, but they're very bitter about what happened with the Chargers. So, and he never really wanted to be a Southern California person when he retires or moves on. You know, he wants to live in Alabama. Uh, I think uh, Matt said yesterday that he was in a vacation home in Florida. That's where he's at right now. But where he's going to land... I'm not sure, but I, I always enjoyed covering him. I always, uh, uh, maybe Frank Reich in, in Indianapolis is something people think about because they have a connection back with the Chargers right. uh, when Reich was the offensive coordinator. But, you know, I don't know. It's it's a lot like Tom Brady without the championships. It's like, you know, who wants to bring in this old guy? Is that going to get everybody excited you're not really sure if he's going to be able to have success like a rich gannon type of thing or or not but i really did enjoy covering him and interviewing him and being around him when i did have the chance because i really thought he was one of the most sincere football players i've ever been around and uh and definitely i liked watching his face get all red and listen to him freak out and you know yell and scream without swearing because he's deeply religious is pretty funny. I, I, I loved covering Phillip Rivers. Uh, so he leaves now the Chargers, and, and by the way, the two favorite teams to sign him, you mentioned one of them, the Indianapolis Colts are the favorite team to sign him. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are the second most likely team. Uh, but you mentioned uh, the Chargers now moving on. They're moving into a new stadium. Tyrod Taylor, in theory, would be their starting quarterback can they roll into a brand new stadium in LA with Taylor as their quarterback? Or do you think they have to go into the free agent market or draft a first round quarterback and hand the reins to him? If two is on the bench with his hip healing, I think they could do it. Yeah. Don't you? Yeah. I don't think Tua will be there at six, so they would have to trade up in order to get him. But yes, I mean, Tom Telesco, I mean, say what you will about the chargers and their move to Los Angeles and, uh, how that whole thing has gone and, and the atmosphere in Dignity Health Sports Park, which is now a thing of the past. Tom Telesco, the Chargers GM, is a good and experienced GM. And they, they know what they're doing as far as bringing in players. You know, he, he drafted Austin Eckler. You know, they've, they've done a very good job. Uh, they have a lot of great skill position guys. Uh, 
some people think that that's why they might be an attractive place for Tom Brady. Uh, they need some O-line help, I, I understand. But overall, they have a lot of great skill players to get the ball to. Keenan Allen's one of the best receivers in the NFL, kind of in an undercover way. So they do have a lot of good things going, and Telesco is a good GM, and he could, I believe, pull that off. You know, it's not like uh, it's the Cleveland Browns here. Uh, so we'll see. But they haven't had to do anything about the quarterback in a long, long time. You know, Philip Rivers didn't miss games. So it will be very, and which is also kind of sad for how it ended. So it'll be very interesting to see, and and I don't think anybody has any idea which way this is going to go. Although I'm like you, I expect Tom Brady to stay in New England. That is my, my women's intuition. Yeah, before all is said and done, I would be very surprised if he decides to leave. And so I think Brady will stay in New England. I think something will get worked out with Dak down in uh, Dallas, even if they have to franchise him. All right, that's the NFL free agent market. There's How lots about of moving that? We're really sporting it up, huh, Clay? Really yeah. sporting it up here in the morning. No, yeah, I've got down here in the basement, huh? I've got a big question for you that has nothing to do with sports. Oh, I can't are wait you, for that, Clay. Are you a cruise guy? Have you ever been on a cruise? No, I'd rather die uh, probably a more peaceful death. I, I almost said, you know, uh, uh, die by uh by by bludgeoning but uh no never so uh, i consider boats although i i do embrace a nautical theme yes because i grew up in a harbor town and i and, and i live by the water so i do embrace a nautical theme however uh most boats i just regard as floating toilets of varying degrees of luxury yes and uh also Harbingers of doom and disease. Yes. And for every successful cruise, uh, I know uh, there's thousands and thousands. And for every, you know, thousands, there's, you know, just one or two that, you know, make huge news about being absolutely miserable and the worst experience of people's lives if they survive it. However, uh, even the culture of it uh, is kind of terrible. Like, you know, you see these these cruises to the Greek islands, you know, where, where I, I mean, I got married in, in a, on a Greek island and I, I've been to the Greek islands a little bit in my life over the years. And, you know, the day doesn't really start for anybody that lives there until three o'clock when all the doofuses on the freaking cruise have to leave. And then they actually, then the island actually becomes fun. Right. You know, I, cruises suck all the way around. All right, so you are anti-cruise, but even you have to consider. Like, I, So I went on a cruise two years ago, a Disney family cruise, with my three kids, my wife. We were in a, you know, a tiny little room because the never. cruise ship rooms are tiny, never. right? All five of us. Ever, but have never. you been f- paying attention to this Japanese cruise disaster? So a little bit, and I will never, never, ever go. I don't care if my kid it was going to fulfill my child's life. Never. Would I go on any cruise of any kind? This is maybe the worst nightmare for a lot of people. If you haven't heard this story, we talked about they're it a little bit. They're quarantined on a boat somewhere yeah. in the middle of nowhere, right? Well, they're actually in a port in Japan. So I want to get your take. Presume that you are on a boat where the coronavirus has been found. The people are not allowed off the boat. They're being quarantined. Over 100 of them have now caught the coronavirus. They aren't really allowed to leave their rooms, and they aren't allowed to leave the boat. Is this the worst vacation of all time? 
Are you going to survive it? I don't know. Well, obviously, the worst vacation of all time is the one that you die. Yeah, right. But there, but like for instance, if you're on an airplane and the airplane crashes and you're on no, vacation, no, I don't want to talk about that. That's not really the vacation, though. This is you ended up where you all were right, trying let's say to go. A coconut falls on your head and you die. Right. That's right, the that, worst vacation of all time. That's a tough vacation. But outside Gosh, of you die. Yeah, but it's not. It's a sudden death. I think being locked in your cruise ship room, slowly watching everybody get the coronavirus around you, is worse than suddenly having a coconut fall on your head and dying. What it really sounds like is every boat trip, you know, 200 years ago. Well, yeah, that's true. And, yeah. and that's, that certainly is, uh, is not ideal. If you were an immigrant or you had to come to the country on a boat, I mean, I can't imagine how miserable that is. But scurvy. this is voluntary you're wealthy because you're paying a lot of money to get on these cruise ships and you can't get off because slowly the coronavirus is stalking your ship you know clay you you make it you you make it sound very unappealing yes you're making a really great case uh that it is the worst vacation of all time uh that being said uh i had an idea that's kind of related to that a long time ago for uh when you know like reality shows like survivor yep were, were really hot you know they're not as uh they're not as prevalent today but i was going to have a show called scurvy where everybody uh has to get on a boat and the boat can be in a port and it can be like a pirate ship and everybody dresses like a pirate and nobody can have any citrus and the last person to get like scurvy wins once your gums turn black you got to go Oh, that sounds awful. And Didn't they have, have a pirate like a ship of, reality show? Yeah, and but you have to do like a bunch of citrus-oriented uh, uh, activities, like squishing orange juice and stuff, but you can't drink it. Uh, yeah, that sounds awful. But by the way, speaking of sounding awful, in addition to this cruise ship and your reality show, so I you're not going to invest in my not going to not going to invest in scurvy. I don't think a lot of people would watch. Much like a lot of people didn't watch. Did you watch the Oscars? Uh, a little bit. Did you see Joaquin Phoenix come out against Milk? Yeah, yeah, I really did. I what saw was your that. What's your thought on him coming out against Milk? Well, growing up in a restaurant that served veal, yeah, uh, I didn't really have a leg to stand on. Yeah, speaking of pirates, <laughs> yeah, very well done. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, you know, it's it's tough to get lectured by actors. I've always felt that way. I even felt that way when Richard Gere was up there screaming about Tibet. And, you know, he was right. But uh, I, a- actors actors make me sick. Is that cool? I mean, I think there's a lot. I mean, increasingly, I thought Ricky Gervais, what he said at the Golden Globes, where he's like, most of you aren't that smart. You haven't been in school that long. Like, the idea that you're going to be able to – you know, lecture the American public is, you know, laughable. Just take your award, pose for your photos, and shut up. You know, that was basically Richard Gervais' perspective. Yeah, I, I'm disgusted by by almost every uh, political speech that's misplaced in, in one of these shows. And that would be top to bottom uh, on any side. You know, most of them, obviously, uh, are on one side when it comes to the Oscars. But... I, I'm just not that guy, and I, I, I'm a person that doesn't want to hear it uh, in that venue. But 
you know, there's a lot of people that nod their head and clap and scream and yell on various platforms to encourage it also. And it's very popular at the club afterwards when everybody buys that guy a shot of probably $500 a shot whiskey and uh, gives him a high five and, and tells him he's the coolest person in the world. Did you watch Parasite? No, but I embrace Southern uh, South Korean culture. That's why I'm surprised you haven't seen it. Yeah, I haven't. I don't watch movies. Uh, they sent it to the house. It's here. Uh, Who sent it? But, but I don't. Uh, I am not. Uh, How do you I, get the? You got the movie sent to your house? Well, aren't you in SAG after? No, I, I don't. I mean, so you get all the movies sent to your house? Everybody gets all the movies sent to their house that's ever been on TV. You're on TV every day. How am I not getting the movies sent to me? I'm on TV once a week uh, nationally in the football season, yep. and, and I get the movies. <laughs> wow, I need to figure out how I get the movies sent to my house. Well, no one has a DVD player. Aren't you in SAG I, I, from, uh, I from would, being on OutKick, the, the, the gambling show? Uh, I, I, I don't know. I mean, what, I, I, I would think that I should be, but I'm don't not sure. Don't you pay your dues? I don't know. Are you in the union? I don't know. You're out, man. I don't know about any of this stuff, actually. You're out. Maybe I'm not but in the union. I'll send Nobody's you asked me to be in the union. You want me to send it across? Well, the, I watched the it. I watched it. I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was an interesting movie. But I thought you, with your uh, your love for all this uh, crazy Asian, uh, you know, related, you know, anime and everything else, you would have seen this thing. You're trying to call me a pervert, aren't you? Yeah, a little bit. You're trying to call me a pervert. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I haven't. I watch mostly old movies on uh, like uh, Turner Classic if oh. I watch a movie. All right, but I, so- I think I'm going to take my son to see Sonic the Hedgehog, which I am also thinking about protesting because Dr. Robotnik is played by Jim Carrey, who's obviously enormously talented. But Dr. Robotnik is supposed to be a giant fat guy. He's supposed to look like Andy Reid. And... This isn't cool. I don't. I don't. I can't, I'm having a hard time reconciling a skinny Doctor Robotnik as I am a huge fan of Sonic the Hedgehog. It's a live action Sonic the Hedgehog, not a cartoon. No, I think Jim Carrey's like gonna mess around with like a cartoon. Uh, okay. All right. So, uh, last question for you. They come to you and they say, "Hey, there's this cruise line. They're willing to pay you a lot of money to go on a cruise as a part of your radio show." How much money would they have to pay you to go on a week-long cruise? Uh, are they going to offer me or my wife? Well, I mean, she'll find out about it. Oh, she'll send me for $5,000. Because <laughs> she would want to go or she wants you to be gone? No, she sent me to my death and for the money. Yeah, yeah. Well, join the club. Right. Like, But, uh, I mean, for me, if I'm just negotiating for myself. Yes. Uh, I mean, I need money. Yeah. They didn't hire me to do the XFL games, so... Uh, did you audition for the XFL? What's that? Did you audition for the XFL? I did a test game for them. So what happened? Why do you think you didn't get picked? Because they probably would have to pay me. Yeah. And people on the payroll, they don't have to. And there's, they like, I don't know. Anyway, um, I, it's okay. There's a lot of games I don't get picked to do almost every game. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) you can only do one a week. Right. But anyway, I need money. So I might have to lower myself, but it would be among the most miserable death marches of my life, maybe literally. Yeah. 
Potentially, especially if you end up in Japan with the coronavirus. Uh, Petros Papadakis, appreciate you waking up early with us. You can hear him, AM 570 LA Sports, Petros and Money Show, at the old P on Twitter. Enjoy the XFL on Fox. Will do. Sorry you're not there. Uh, but I'm glad you're alive and not trapped on a Korean, uh, uh, sorry, Japanese ship in, uh, in the middle of nowhere. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare hey it's jonas knox all right game off we got to pause here to talk more about monopoly go i know what you're saying flag on the play you already talked about that but there's just so much good stuff in this game in monopoly go you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards the more you win together the more awesome prizes you unlock and there's so much to get unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on!